has begun. The Daily Show, where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Off and running for this edition of the show. Today's one of those weirdo days where they anticipate, you know, snow and ice and destruction. And it hasn't started yet. It'll be starting soon, though, as it works its way through. It's like a snow ice event. Now, the last time that we had a big one come through uh, weeks ago, they're like, okay, this has a threat of power loss, widespread power outages. And I was concerned about that. So I went and spent way too much money on a generator. <laughs> Got the generator before the storm started. And I set it up. I was prepared to lose my power. And then I, I uh, went outside and stared at the sky for like four days. And... Well, we didn't lose power. So the generator hasn't moved. So now I'm like, oh, well, whatever. Uh, so who knows what the hell will happen? The thing is, uh, yesterday, um, I had to voice track Big 101.3, and if you don't know what that is, that's when you record all of your little talk sets in between the songs ahead of time. It allows, you know, a four-hour radio shift to be completed in, like, a short amount of time. It's the way it's done now in the industry, unless if you're a morning talk show or a live talk show. It's not needed for what I'm doing playing uh, uh, Grand Funk Railroad into the Isley Brothers. And I'm filling in for this dude, LT, who is back tomorrow on Big 101.3. Uh, this was uh, this is one of the things, voice tracking, that caused, has caused uh, a massive reduction in jobs in the radio industry. It's just a side note. Figured I'd throw that in there. Not that I cared when I was on uh, a talk show for many, many years. That's the one thing that radio uh, that cannot be replaced is a live talk show. Unique content every single day. The problem is it's getting harder and harder. I mean, it seems the only place people actually listen is in their cars. Anyway, I don't want to get on a soapbox about that. Um, so, wait, where was I? Oh, so when I was recording my voice tracks, it was last night. Now, a lot of radio folks are like, hey, man, don't, uh, don't tell them. The illusion is, you know, that you're in there uh, in the studio. And I'm like, well, hold up. Wait a second. 
especially this radio station, like at the top of the hour, they disclose that it is pre-recorded. They actually have a voice come on the radio station and says, portions of the fo- of the programming you're hearing are pre-recorded. And you might be like, well, so what? I mean, that could be anything. No, no, it can't be anything. Because obviously the commercials are pre-recorded. Obviously the music on an oldie station is pre-recorded. You know, I don't think we're getting the spinners in the studio uh, singing live or the temptations out, you know, in the, in the conference room. Well, what else is there? So I sit down to record my voice tracks. And uh, upon doing that, all the schools are already closed. It's a preemptive closing because of this ridiculous weather that's supposed to be coming through. An ice storm. The big one. So when I'm doing my voice tracks, I, uh, I'm assuming that when they actually go out onto the air, that, you know, when they actually happen, the weather will be horrible and the commute will be a disaster. So, you know, a few of those that I recorded on the almighty big 101.3 uh, were me saying, oh my gosh, you, you, wow, your commute this morning. That's a real humdinger. Slipping and sliding, snow falling. All right. Okay, I uh, I didn't take the extra step actually looking as to when the snow starts. Because I sat down here today and uh, they go, oh, yeah, snow will start at uh, 10 a.m. I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, that's like right when I'm done doing my. So like the whole, all of my tracks were like, oh, my God. Traffic issues everywhere. People are like, oh, my God. Fed. The freeways closed down. It's a cardinal sin. You never do that. But did I do it? Yes. That's too late now. Uh, Radio yesterday. It was all, boy, it's ridiculous because, you know, it seems like the less, the further away I get from radio, the more I get pulled back into it. Yesterday, I hosted along with Jeff Risden uh, from the Lion's Wire. And uh, writer for USA Today. The Lions uh, Wire is part of USA Today. Uh, He is a beat reporter for the Detroit Lions. Nice dude. Very fun. We had a great time doing the huge show yesterday. On 96.1. So essentially I got done here doing all my podcasting chores and things like that. And uh, took care of a couple other boring stuff. And then a couple other boring things. And then off I went to do the radio show. Um, And I got there right before the start of it. We had actually planned it out. We actually wrote down what we're talking about. We we prepared. And, oh, man, we had just so much fun on the huge show. Uh, Bill getting some much-deserved rest, recovery, golf, who knows what else. And then, uh, so that was cool. I enjoyed that. 
In fact, the podcasts are available of our entire time together. If you want to hear me doing a show with someone that you've you've not really heard of before, it's always a different uh, it's a different type of uh, uh, you know presentation as opposed to monologue style like this, which you all I've somehow tricked you into thinking that this is good. So thank you for that. Uh, and then we had a Brett Hayes Lurch slash Superfly. Don't know why Bill calls him Superfly even to this day, I guess. But um, yeah, so we had a great time there. And I'm going to be back on there for the rest of this week. In fact, today, it's just me. All right, now I've, I'm going to be joined by longtime Red Wings color commentator Paul Woods in the first hour. The show starts at 3 p.m. And then Steve Javara, who I think one day will own an NBA franchise, will be joining me. He owns your Grand Rapids Gold basketball team and just a sweetheart of a dude. He might be single. Young, uh, entrepreneur. Oh, my God. I could picture radio voice Linda uh, mounting him. Um, you know, she was, she's the type that would kind of like sink her claws into his back. That might be the next Mr. Linda. I'll look into that for you. She's like, Oh, come on. Yeah. I think he's about, uh, 38, 38, Maybe, maybe 40. That's like the perfect, perfect age for you. You know? All right. And then tomorrow and uh, Friday, Jeff Risden joins me back. Um, It was interesting because uh, we decided it's amazing. When I used to listen to a huge show, we used to have callers on the air and then the times that I filled in, no one calls. I'm like, what? what's going on? Has the audience been trained to not call? So we started talking about that a little bit on the show, and then people started to call in, and I freaking love it when people call in because it, it turns just silly. I don't know, something about interacting with people on the phone, on the radio. It's different even than this for some reason. So, all right. Speaking of sports talk radio, uh oh, we have a problem in, uh, I think that, yes, it's in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. They love their sports talk radio in, in Boston, Massachusetts. A radio company known as Beasley, one of the, um, it's a smaller company, but they have some big market radio stations and some, uh, they're, they're known to get properties in big markets, Detroit, Boston, Las Vegas. One of these radio companies that really, I don't, I don't know how they do it because, uh, they're a, they're a publicly traded company. And uh, if you take a look at how much uh, you could get 
how much you would pay for one share of Beasley Media. Well, root around in your ashtray or your uh, or your uh, cup holder in your car, and you too for a buck fourteen can own a piece of Beasley Media. Oh, 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 oh no, dollar fourteen. That's like uh, the fucking company that uh, Jordan Belfort first started selling, Aerodyne or Aerotine or Aerodyne. We're selling the next generation radar detectors. Penny stocks. What a shit show. And then look at this. Look at this roller coaster ride over the years. A. Stock trends are not supposed to look like this. This this looks like what happens uh, when you're doing a lie detector, a polygraph, or maybe like if there's an earthquake. Those little those little uh, things that uh, uh, measure uh, moving across the paper. The horrible analogy. I think there's some other ones that are really, really bad, too. Um, what's that one? I think it's called Odyssey. Used to be CBS. Odyssey. Oh, there. Let's check them out. Oh, my God. 25 cents. Oh. You thought Beasley was bad. Odyssey's at 25 cents a share. And this is one of those ones where, you know, like two decades ago, it was $100 a share. Oh, fuck. That is just brutal. Uh, Sam the Jew says, hold my beer. Check out the alt stock. I don't know what that is. Alt Alliance Incorporated is going for 13 cents a share. At one point in time. Wait a minute. I can't be right. September 8th, year 2000. Alt was trading for $9,300 a share. As recently as, uh, let's see here, December 15th, 2017, it was sharing for $1,020 a share. Now it's at 13 cents. So are you telling me that at $4,120 a share, there could theoretically be uh, someone who had a thousand shares of that stock and they're like, oh yeah, happy days are here. I've got $4,120,000. And now it's worth $1.30. 
or 130. My, my math is rough. No, it'd be a hundred. Yeah, it'd be $130. That same 1,000 shares. I need to know what alt is. Uh, let's see town square. Let's, let's, uh, let's check them out. Oh, all right. You for $7 and 20 cents can get yourself on a, uh, on a, it's actually at, as of 4 PM yesterday, $7 and 24 cents a share. Yet another roller coaster ride there. Boy, that was a hell of a that was um right here, this big dip. That was pandemic related. Where it dropped down to three dollars and ninety five cents a share. It's never really did done anything, you know? It's high fourteen dollars and twelve cents. You're up to $14.46 November of 2021, but kind of like sliding since these companies. That that is a that is a tough, tough thing these days. The last thing you want to be, that's like gotta be the hardest job in the world. Talk about stressful. General manager of one of these radio stations or companies where they're actually more interested in their online uh product than they are the actual radio. The radio exists in companies like this to simply steer people towards like the app or the website because they have enough sense to know that the writing is on the wall, that the future is in online media sources as opposed to actually turning on the radio. Town Square was actually one of the pioneers in doing that. They were ahead of the curve when it comes to, hey, the future for the for um, doing any of this is going to be, um, you know, guiding people to online sources. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not positive, but this may be our uh, that our pal Cardiff Electric. Uh, it's been way too long since we've talked about Cardiff Electric. Maybe in attendance. I don't know if that's really the Cardiff Electric. But if that is the case, hello to you. Welcome. All right. Anyway, where was I? I was telling you about this uh, Beasley radio station. Uh, sports Talk 98.5, the Sports Hub. Radio host Tony Maserati has been suspended. This is the guy right here. Looks like he's been around the block a few times. Got a few dudes talking New England sports. Okay, all good with that. Can't go wrong with that. Tony Maserati was suspended by Beasley Media Tuesday. After he made racist a racist remark on air last week. Happened Friday on the 
Felger and Maz show. Monday, he showed up, Tony Maserati, to apologize. And then he was suspended. Let's go over the problem. Audio check, video check, microphone check. Uh, Tony's a bald dude. Uh, guy, guy in the far right. He doesn't really contribute to this. He might laugh. They're all in trouble, by the way. That's how it is in radio. You got to really make sure that everybody gets in trouble. The guy in the middle is on the hot seat, too. Now, guy in the middle, they're all in. Uh, I think the guys on the ends are in the same location. But the guy in the middle is is not with them. So you're seeing like the split screen deal. Guy in the middle is almost like in a place that is um, um, a public place because there's two gentlemen behind Guy in the middle who are not affiliated with the radio station who are like listening in and maybe there for, I don't know. I, I got the impression that perhaps Guy in the middle is at like a, is in like a hotel lobby maybe? And there's people that are hearing one side of guy in the middle's conversation. The guys in the background of in the background of, of uh, guy in the middle are black guys. I'm pretty sure that's all the context you need. This is how it happened. Yeah, I want to know now who the two guys behind you are. That's what I want. Okay. Because if I were you. I'll be off in two minutes. I'm just doing. I got just. If, if I'm too loud, just let me know. So guy in the middle is. It looks like this could be like in a, uh, a hotel lobby business room. You know, sometimes you go in there and you do your thing. And, uh, and guy in the middle turns around and addresses the two guys behind them. Hey, I'll be done in a second. And they go, yeah. And the one guy goes, one black dude goes, yeah, no problem, man. Do it. Do your thing. Yeah, I want to know now who the two guys behind you are. That's what I want. Okay. Because if I were you. I'll be off in two minutes. I'm just doing. I got just. If, if I'm too loud, just let me know. See, now that's funny. I love all that. But then it goes this way. Honestly, <laughs> they can't. Two more minutes. They can't hear us, right? No, not you. Okay, no. So I would be careful if I were you, because the last time you were on a couple of guys like that, they stole your car. Here's <laughs> Chris in Boston. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, I want to talk about. Okay. So Tony Maserati drops the racist joke. Be careful if I were you, because the last time you were on a couple of guys like that, they stole your car. Here's Chris in Boston. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, I want to talk about... Okay, now, you can't... You can't. <laughs> Asshole. You're so fucked. I hope it was worth it. Is that funny? Of course it's funny. Of course it is. Is it appropriate? Hell no. Is it wrong? Yes. Is it suspendable? Eh, probably. You just can't. You just can't. You asshole. Now, guy in the middle, he did not react. And he's in trouble. 
Guy who said it, he's suspended. Guy in white hat who laughed, he's in trouble. I want to I want to watch Guy in Middle's reaction again. He just he just goes uh he just goes to the next caller. They can't hear two more minutes. They can't hear us, right? No, not you. Okay, no, so I would be careful if I were you because the last time you were on a couple of guys like that, they stole your car. Here's <laughs> Chris in Boston. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh Fuck. Oh, side note. Yes. I was fired for pants. Pants! This shows you uh, how much of an asshole I must be. This is what... Okay. I had to have been fired because just everybody hates me. There has to be more to it. I wish they would just say, yeah, you're kind of an asshole. And besides, you're kind of an asshole. Maureen says, I do not find that funny at all. Uh, Josh says, maybe they're going the ONA route and trying to get fired in Boston and fail upward to a bigger market. When I say it's funny, it's funny in a stupid uh, 14-year-old dude way of funny. Great, now I'm going to get in trouble. Well, anyway, uh, after all of that, I don't have I don't have dude's apology. Um, Felger, the guy who was in front of the black guys, did in fact get his car stolen last November during a trip to New Orleans. So Maserati's comment was an attempt at chiding him. Uh, This is uh, from Awful Announcing. They are greatly offended that this even happened. They are so upset. Um, After video of the comment garnered attention on social media over the weekend, Maserati apologized on Monday, admitting the remark was hurtful and detrimental to the cause for racial and social equality. Okay, you see... That is called ball busting. That is, and it's not, it's not always right, but it's, I, I really don't think that the, the people who say shit like this aren't always the ones that are the biggest racists, unless if your name is Anthony. He said, I owe everyone an apology. It's not who I am. It's not who we are. I can tell you that until I'm blue in the face. You see, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I kind of just wish he would say, well, of course I didn't mean that it was a joke and then just leave it at that. But this guy probably has been threatened with his job. And he probably likes his job and he probably wants to keep working. So this is simply an apology because he's in trouble. Uh, Those of you who know me will believe it. Those of you who don't won't. And you probably shouldn't. Yeah, I don't. I would be surprised if this guy is a racist. 
if I saw and heard what you did, I would feel the same way. And you have a right to be upset. Uh, the guy, guy in middle is Felger of the show. Felger, Felger. Uh, he spoke on Monday. This is, uh, this is the now serious tone, uh, with these guys. Maz will not be joining us uh, today, and we'll just start the show by clarifying that and giving you a few words on that. So, uh, Tony, uh, if you were listening yesterday, he made a heartfelt apology uh, about comments that he made on the show on Friday, which were insensitive and hurtful uh, because Beasley Media strives to create a diverse and inclusive workplace. Uh, and these comments went against its core values. The okay. Gee, do you think he's reading there? <laughs> company has decided to suspend Tony for the rest of the week without pay. In addition, all of our on-air personnel... Though what he said was not as bad as that one asshole who made fun of a dude's pants. Please at Beasley, Boston will be taking sensitivity training to redouble our efforts. Wait, hold on. All of our on-air personalities. These, these comments went against its core values. The company has decided to suspend Tony for the rest of the week without pay. In addition, all of our on-air personalities at Beasley Boston will be taking sensitivity training to redouble our efforts to create a culture of understanding. I was... The whole air staff has to take sensitivity training. And I don't even know what that is. I, I would love to actually see what sensitivity training... What, what, uh, what goes on in sensitivity training? Jesus. I remember that I had to do sensitivity training. After um, there was a commercial for, I don't know what the hell it was. It was about, uh, you can live with AIDS. And then you hear Peter Griffin singing the You Have AIDS song or something like that over the commercial. And after I got in trouble for that one, Russ says, oh, hey, you got to take sensitivity training and you got to pay for it. Okay, uh, how does that work? Well, we'll tell you who to call and who to schedule your training with the sensitivity teacher. And then you schedule it and you pay for it out of your own pocket. Okay. Say the word. Week passes. Russ, what's up with my sensitivity training? Oh, yeah, I'm still researching the best. Uh, okay. Two weeks passed. Russ, where's my sensitivity school? Oh, yeah, I'm getting down. I'm narrowing it down. And then I never heard about it ever again. Partially reading part of that. So that is uh, the word from Beasley Media Group. Tony will be suspended without pay uh, for the rest of the week. And uh, so he will not be here today or through Friday. This guy is free beer. I'll just add on a personal level quickly. Except he has hair and probably an adult wife. That uh, we all feel really bad about this. Uh, starting with the fact that it was said in the first place. Uh, minorities in this country oh, do have to put Jesus. up with a lot of crap. And uh, comments like that just make it harder for them. And we apologize for that. Uh, I, I feel bad that I personally didn't do more uh, to correct it in the moment. I yeah, he he's like, I should have said, fuck you. I should have, I should have cried.
Had the chance, and uh, I'm just not talking about dropping it either. I had a chance there in a split-second moment to do something, and I guess I froze, so I, I feel bad about that. I feel bad about... Oh, you can't feel bad about that. Come on. Uh, and I feel bad for Maz because anyone who's been listening to us for 13 years... Don't say you feel bad for Maz. You got to throw him under the bus. Tell him he's a, he's a racist. He clearly hates black people, right? I don't know anything about him through his 30 years... Uh, in this job in various forms in this town that's he's probably lynching someone as we speak or burning a cross on a front yard what he is that's not what he's about oh stop lying it is so shocking uh but it's not what he represents or stands for and anyone who knows him or has listened to our show knows it it's not what we represent or the company represents and certainly not what Maz represents. So we all feel bad about the whole thing, uh, but that is the deal. And so what we're going to do is take a quick break, now that you have the information, and come back and give you the rest of the show. So we'll take a quick break and come right back. I'll, I'll give him credit. You know, I mentioned free beer. At least this guy explains what the fuck's going on. Jesus. Holy crap. Jimmy describes it as all bullshit. Kabooby69 says free beer is packing on the pounds. Is that right? Uh, Aram says, let's see. Well, first of all, Tyler says the Russ impression reminds me of Jay Leno. Kabubi69 says the drops over the commercials were the best. Blue State Rob calls Russ a dipshit. Uh, the guy is a total jerk. He started to say it and got interrupted and had a while to rethink and then said it anyways. He's referring to the dude's joke about stealing the car. Oh, yeah. There, there's probably no question, but I mean, I can't. Doing what I do, how much of a hypocrite would I be to indict someone for saying an inappropriate joke? Can you imagine how flimsy that would look to all of you if I said that someone who said to had the balls to say an inappropriate joke uh, needs punishment? What? So no way. Uh, I'm team racist joke on the <laughs> see that's that's an inappropriate joke right there. We're a little too tightly wound people. Come on, get over yourselves. It's ridiculous. Now if I look you dead in the face, make a hateful comment about a group of people other than Turkish people. Then you'd have something to go on. See, even that, I can't even keep a straight face. So come on. This is ridiculous. By the way, I have failed to um, promote that I have a dear meathead coming up. And I have very few questions. In fact, I don't even think I have any. I don't even know why I bother uh, making a post that promotes on, fa- on social media, that promotes 
to get your questions in uh, the day before. Because everybody goes, oh, yeah, that's a nice picture of your dad. I mean, the point of it is for you to interact with them. I mean, yes, I could go ahead and make up questions, but it's so much more fun when you do it. So occasionally I have to give these pep talks. Uh, Eric at ericzaneshow.com if you'd like uh, to have a question for dad. I I, it, I hate having to convince you to do it. I'm like, oh, God, I, it's kind of like a, almost like a burden. But such is life. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official dot com slash video lock. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Before we get to the next thing I want to do, which is go around the radio and hear what's happening. Speaking of radio, around our very own dial here in West Michigan, which 
well, I had some time off. I haven't been able to do this in a while, and I, I love doing it. I love going to see what the hell is happening in the hard-hitting radio world. I need to remind you that for uh, folks that are getting the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm about to send you on your way. And the next time you watch this, I don't want this to be interrupted for you. So download the Twitch app on your phone. Just look up T-W-I-T-C-H in the app store. Download, create your username, and find me when you search Eric Zane Live, all one word, and you can get the entire show uninterrupted, driving around, dim your screen, get it live as it happens. Even if you don't use this, I want you to do it. Follow the page, subscribe to the page so you get no commercial interruptions during the show, and you can do that with your Amazon Prime account. You link it up each month. No commercial interruptions. Or... Pay six bucks, and you can do that, too, if you do not have Amazon Prime. Or get it free. Just sit through the commercials. It'll interrupt me at random times, but no big deal. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Thank you, though, for uh, getting the show up to now on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. But now I say goodbye to you. Uh, Corey who thinks he's Mr. Twitch, says you need to set up commands in the Twitch chat to post all your socials. Ah, fuck it. I like saying it. No, I'm not doing that. I I checked out Corey's little video game activity yesterday. He was playing some uh, game that a child would play. And, and talking uh, while he's playing and narrating to the audience. There was thousands of people watching him. And he got very uh, conscientious of his nose because I could see the man's nose. And he right away started pointing out his own nose. And it's like, well, I didn't even think about your nose. So he's obviously... Very worried about his appearance. And I don't think you look strange in any way. You look normal to me. What's not normal is you playing with child toys while you're, you know, you're an adult. What the hell are you doing? We need adults to move past. The whole video game thing. I mean, once you hit 18, it should be over, right? Good God. Go out and interact with people. Facebook and Twitch. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. YouTube, sponsor this. Reach out to me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Corey follows up with, listen here, old man. In 30 years, there's going to be a PlayStation in every old folks' home. I disagree. It's going on right now. My stepdad, Wally, plays uh, Wii Golf on the regular. 
Blue State Rob says, tell me you're an old man without telling me you're an old man. Kari says, uh, it's no different than watching movies or TV. No, it's, it's way different because you're an adult. Anyway, I'm a minority in this argument. Uh, as always, reach out to me, Eric at EricSaintShow.com. Aram says Eric was a big ghost recon player. That's true. I did like that game. If I had the setup, I'd still play it, but I'd probably be the only one online. Tyler says Eric's just jealous because he gets nauseous when he plays games. Holy shit. You are not kidding. Call of Duty kills me. Um, in fact, Ghost Recon, I had to just kind of lay in the weeds as a sniper. And I couldn't even move too much because then I'd, I'd lean over and puke. All right, settle down, you people. Settle down. I get it. You all love video games. I'm stupid. Blah, blah, blah. Um, all right. Let me see if we have anybody who's participating in Dear Meathead. Jimmy sent one. So that's it. We're going with Jimmy. Jimmy sent a question. Uh, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. It may be a short edition of Dear Meathead. 17-minute warning. All right, let's go around the radio. Like that. Open up your heart and let love come through the door. Open up your mind, that's what it's for. Sometimes we don't hear big news until someone tells us. NPR keeps you connected to the world so you find out first. Ask your smart speaker to. I've never really gotten into NPR. Every time someone says, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I I love it. You got to listen to it. No, I don't. Buy new trains for old tracks. And that our life is intertwined with the Father. You know oh, what I mean? Here that we go. He's with us in in a very real, loving, loving personal, personal, and empowering way. And, and that His promise He's never going to leave us. And, and nothing will ever separate us. And, and that, that we are one. one. So, I mean, here's the most beautiful partnership yeah. of all time you know god it's a very important subject for people to understand i feel that way strongly that god gave us choices all right here we go. No, but left side of the dial is all really very religious fleet accumulation almost a half an inch of ice accumulation and gusty winds west winds I feel like we have to pull the curtain back just a little bit. 28 now in Grand Rapids. Freezing rain is the story today. We'll see a high of 30. We are under that winter storm.
Dallas. BCT. I don't, I don't know who's on it, though. I know Allie Mack is on in the morning, who just fantastic. I don't know the dude's name, though. Uh, this winter storm morning from 10 a.m. until the wee small hours Thursday morning, like 4 a.m. What Akron is running in, I don't know what it was. If it was something that you had seen. Oh. Georgia Satellites. See, I wanted to hear real bad. All right, sing it with me now. It's coming back around right now. You see, I wanted her real bad. And I was about to give in. And that's when she started talking about true love. Started talking about sin. I said, honey, I'll be with you for the rest of my life. She said, no huggy, no kissy until you make me your wife. Uh, honey, my baby, don't put my love upon no shelf. She said, don't hand me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. Three. One, two, three. Sounded like a lot of E's on the end of that three. Yes, I think it's O three. Oh. Peter. Welcome back. Thank you. In Hi. which board game do you try and solve a murder? Clue. Owing said clue. Peter said shoots and ladders. Shoots no, and didn't. ladders. He said clue as well. Both <laughs> correct. Tied at one. I'd right, be more one. confident if he had. How many bags of wool did Bob Bob Black Sheep have? No idea. Uh, side note, how many people automatically went, oh, God, what was that? And then started, had to do it in their head. I yes, guess. Sir, I yes, assume everyone. Owing said three. Peter said three. Technically, you both said three bags full. Both correct. Tied mm. at two. I wouldn't have gotten that one. Who did Forbes name the youngest self-made billionaire in 2019? Owing said Musk. Kylie Jenner. Peter said Mark Zuckerberg. Both very young billionaires. Mm-hmm. The answer yeah. is Kylie he, he, Jenner. Oh, there we go. He was 100 times over by that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, man, right. I'm losing this one. He was old was, news. Yeah. Sinestro yeah. is the arch enemy of which superhero? Sinestro. said Green Lantern. Peter said Wolverine. No idea. The answer is Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my too. God. <laughs> Total guess. Well, I was just ruling out, like, some of them I know who the arch enemy is, but I'm like, well, who don't I? I don't know. <laughs> Been like, I don't know, Wonder Twins? Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. How many molecules of oxygen does ozone have? Uh, Wing said three. He actually said three? three? <laughs> Peter said one. The answer is one. Oh. Three. Oh, wow, he did it. Wow, he's still great. That was excellent. Congratulations. The hell? That brings the gas. That brings the BBC. Oh. 
Chad, Where Chad did you Schilling pull Jr., that? so it'll probably be like the Boy, Chad. Boy, that was a lot yeah. of them. Uh, Chad, the, 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 yeah, wait, Mojo. So yeah, so Chad uh, Star 105.7. Great song, by the way. Okay, they're coming out of this. Song sending. Star 105.7. That's it. All right, let's check out what Pudding's talking about. Oh, no, Pudding's not on until 9 a.m. Maureen says, (laughs) I listened to a replay. Of the show recently, and all of a sudden it lost audio. Twitch put up a message <laughs> that it was muted because of copywritten material. It was when you were doing around the radio dial, just an FYI. <laughs> I know, I know, it does that. It does that. It does it on the replay, I think. I don't know if it does it while we're doing it live, but who gives a shit? It's okay. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. Thank you to um, uh, Jimmy for sending in a question. Travis sent one in, buddy. I appreciate that. Rich, Amy, Rob, Rob T, and Rob G. We'll get to Dad momentarily. The opening live stream of this show. Actually, before I get to that... um, a mention about Patreon. Listener supported ad free Patreon. The first engine that powered the Eric Zane Show podcast. Sign up if you'd like to support the show. On ad free listener supported Patreon. It's my own NPR. It's only fans minus the porno, where I put up tons of content each and every week. And for just five bucks a month, you can access all of the audio. For 10 bucks a month, you get that audio, plus the video and the live streams. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. We're going to be recording the Ben and Eric. We're going to do a live stream, actually, of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast and record it. Tonight, 7 p.m. start, a special request came in from Ben. He said, hey, can we record uh, tonight? I uh, made three predictions at the start of the year. One of them is a step closer to being a reality. Some of you may remember those predictions. One of them is a step closer to being a reality. They were. Russia, prediction one. Actually, this was prediction three. Uh, Prediction, but I'll do it in this order. Russia is going to detonate a nuclear weapon. Another one is our old pal Freebeer is going to continue his self-imposed torture and he's going to become a father this year. 
him and the missus have to have a kid together. Number three is the Lions are going to win the Super Bowl. Those are massively bold, those predictions. But I do that. And more often than not, I am correct. I will reveal which one of those has taken a gigantic step forward to becoming a reality. On today's uh, today's Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Corey says, when Freebeer's unborn child finishes high school, uh, Greg will be in his 70s. Pretty darn close. I don't think so. I think uh, Smug Beer is actually, uh, I don't think he's 50 yet. I think that happens soon. But I don't think he, I don't think he, uh, he is 50 until like June. So no, he'll be like uh, 67 or 68. The open and live stream of the show today brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. Get your vehicles repaired at Irvine's. Smack dab in the middle of uh, uh, Grand Rapids, kind of. Actually, a little south of it, but uh, 616-532-6600. If you're driving along 44th Street, there is a side street a few blocks east of 131 called Stafford. Peek down there, and there's the sign. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Specializing in all makes and models. Doesn't matter what it is. The only thing they won't fix is a Volkswagen. Now and now, uh, now and nowadays, more and more uh, hybrids and EVs are on the road. A lot of EVs, you're seeing those things. Holy crap. Well, if they need any maintenance, take it to Irvine's. Or if you have an old-fashioned combust- combustible motor car. Which I actually don't think, I don't think those are going anywhere. I don't know if I want to live in a world where everybody has to drive a uh, electric car. 616-532-6600 for Irvine's. I think they got to, they got to work on it. So like, uh, like if you, if you get a truck, let's say you get a truck that pulls a fifth wheel. Now you do that. Um, the range of your EV is about eight city blocks. We need the technology to be where you charge it once a year. The range is time rather than miles. A year. It's a you're looking at a meter and say, "Oh yeah, I've got a I got eight months of power on this thing. Why not?" Hell, if 50 years ago you said there's going to be a uh, a uh, battery-powered car that'll take you 350 miles, they'd have said you were crazy. This is the only... Fuck the whole business about building an, an infrastructure where every 11 feet you have to charge the thing. Screw that shit. Make the batteries that they... You know, you just say, hey, I'm going in for the charge. You take it to the dealership. You get your charge. 
That way you're set. You don't have to do anything. Why Why are we setting our, our bar so low? I mean, you're looking at this thing all wrong. Build these fucking charging stations everywhere. It's stupid. We need it so the uh, car gets charged yearly. And we need it so that when the batteries are dead, officially dead, it costs you like 200 bucks to replace them. Now you have to charge them every 15 feet. And when they do burn out, you have to pay five times the value of the car to replace the battery. Something tells me they don't have all the kinks worked out in this. Thanks to Bosco's Pub. Online at boscospub.com. An amazing place to try the greatest burgers you will ever have. I think I'll be working there early next week, either Monday or Tuesday. I'm waiting to hear from Doug the Linebacker. Part of Terra Square in Hudsonville, Michigan. All right, I got a place that I want you to get your mortgage from. It's the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Um, whether it's a 15-year fix, 30-year fix, refi, whatever it is, reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Thank you so much. Call them, 231-332-6505. Do that whenever you are ready to look uh, go down the road of getting a mortgage. And you can do that from any state in the union except for South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. <clears throat> Let's bring in Dad for another edition of Deer Meathead brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Hello. Hey, Ruby. Good morning, son. Good morning, Dad. How are you? Fine. How was California? Oh, that was a lot of fun. Was it? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was, believe it or not, it was... Was there anybody that we know? Um, well, what's funny is uh, your niece, Mary, um, your your brother's daughter, Mary, Yeah. Um, she had a, uh, she had something come up and, uh, and, and we could not get together. I was disappointed. Oh, wow. But I was able yeah, to see... Uh, I, now, Dad, do you remember Aunt Ellie? Yeah. I was able to see a lot of her children. Wow. How many kids does she have? She has six. Uh, one of them passed away. So five... Oh, my gosh. Five living. Um, and uh, I was able to see your niece, Emily, or your granddaughter, Emily, too, Jim's daughter. Yeah. Uh, she lives wow, out there. Wow, that's awesome, honey. Oh yeah, it was a good it was a good time. You you really made, made the best of your trip. That was great. Yeah, we uh we we did a lot of, a lot of fun things. So how long were you there? Uh, we got there a week ago, and we um we returned Monday. So Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday nights, uh, five nights, five nights there. That's pretty good, honey. Yeah, That's wasn't bad. Nice. Wasn't bad. That's nice. No, I'm not complaining. And Aunt Ellie. Uh, Aunt Ellie had, of course, she has passed years ago. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, seeing all her family was uh, was fantastic. 
Wow, that's awesome. That's awful, awful nice of you to do that. Oh, Jesus. You do that every year, don't you? No, not at well. Um, lately I have, but um, yeah. yeah, that's kind of a new thing. But I, I enjoy it. I, I like, you know, to me, the, uh, that area of the country is nice to visit, but I don't think I'd like to live there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's a person that you, uh, uh, you, you know, oh. don- donated... Uh, Kidneys, kidney. Kidney. Oh, yes, he is uh, Jeffrey. He's doing fantastic. He's wow. Uh, wow. In in spectacular health. He's um, uh, uh just a, a lot of energy and doing doing very very well. So oh, were you there by yourself? No, no. I had Diana. Oh, Diana went with you. Oh yeah. Are you kidding? Oh, that's great. Oh yeah. I had wow. to have her. I that would have been not would have gone out of my mind if she wasn't there. Oh my God. That's awesome, though. Well, Dad, I've got a series of questions here from the audience. They, uh, as you know, they are they are big fans of you guys, and um, they they are excited to uh, to hear your vo- hear the voices of you two today. Oh, that's awesome! They're wonderful friends you've got there. I tell you, your audience is just great, great people. Well, that's very kind of you to say, and I'm sure that they appreciate that, and they love oh, you. Oh, I, I love them. I wish I had an opportunity in life just to see them individually, each one of them, you know. That is so nice. Uh, Joe writes, because I, I posted some pictures of you to promote that you were going to be here, and, and he wrote, boy, your dad sure looks fantastic. Uh, can you, <laughs> He asks, uh, what is his secret to looking so healthy at nearly 89 years old? Oh, well, I drink a whole lot of water. <laughs> drink water. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't think you can go wrong with that, Dad. No. <laughs> That's great. I've That's, got, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. I have someone else who made a comment on your picture, and I'm going to say the comment first, and then I'm going to say the name, and I and, and uh, you know this person personally. Okay. The comment, yeah. the comment is, wow, your dad has a very nice, shiny head of hair and an awesome smile. Wow, thank you. And the thank pers- you so much. The, God bless you. The person who wrote that, first name Maria, last name Zaitunian. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. That is uh, your son, my brother's Norm- Norman's uh, uh, ex-wife. Wow, that's, that's really strange. <laughs> no, well, it's not strange. I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, it's strange in the sense that uh, I never expected that. Uh, yeah, she follows on Facebook. She's uh, she's she's spectacular. That Now, didn't Norman marry her two times? Yeah. Yes. And it, it didn't work out. That's, that's unbelievable. He should go for three. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, don't do that. <laughs> Oh no! Hey, let him get uh, straightened up in his life, and right. just I don't think I've I, I've never known anyone to get married to the same person three times. That that would be something. That's right. That uh, is Cole. Oh, well, we love her. Oh yeah, I love Maria. I'm like Norm. What are you doing? Go marry her. Jesus. All right. Yeah. Um, I have a question from Cole in uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. He writes, "Dear Meathead." What do you think of adults that spend all of their free time playing video games? Please embellish. 
Well, I really, really do not condone that. I don't think that's a good thing to do. Yeah, they're just sitting around adult. playing with toys. I mean, yeah, I have so much I can do with my time. Uh, big thing, outdoor thing, but just stick around and do that kind of stuff. That's a waste of time, of course, to each his own, you know? Yeah. Uh, but if you've got that kind of time, I think you should put it to a better use. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, I mean, nowadays, that seems like every person, all ages, spend all their time playing video games rather than, like, yeah. inter- interacting yeah. with people. It's, uh, I, I really would not think it's a bad idea. You want to go half hour, an hour a day here and there. But on a, on a daily basis, I don't see that. Yeah, I have an audience member who's listening right now by the name of Corey who plays legit like 17 or 18 hours a day. Wow. Hi, Corey. Yeah. Corey, try to find something that you can be useful to others. I don't think he can. I think he's useless. Well, <laughs> if, if that's your way, that's the way it is. But just, oh, well, I could not understand no. that. Uh, Jimmy writes, Dear Meathead, uh, Jimmy from Maine, and he says, if you're talking to someone you don't know very well and you notice they have something hanging from their nose like a booger, should you tell them and risk? Yeah, say, I, I would. Yeah, you would, or you, or you just wouldn't look at it. Which one? No, I would tell them. Hey, man, you got a hey, booger? You know, your, your nose is dripping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Because, you know, there's something about the nose business. That's a strange thing that you brought it up. Because occasionally I get up early hour of morning or so. Okay. And, and I notice that this I have some occasionally, you know. Yeah, yeah, it happens. And I gotta I gotta wipe it out. I don't blow it because I got people, you know, my honey is sleeping next to me. Yeah, you don't want to make a lot of noise. No, I, I just wipe it out. Okay, so we got two big hints here. A, drink water to look handsome. Yes. And tell the guy he's got a booger. That's all. By all means. You know, that thing dries up on your face. It's a gross-looking thing. Oh, yeah. Well, it's gross no matter what. I mean, come on. <laughs> Take care of your oh face. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, well, I mean, I don't dislike the person for having a booger hanging out in nose. Right. But I don't want to be touching him. You know, yeah. Uh, I don't want to be near him. I don't want to be touching him. I uh, I added the note to that with, uh, that thing dries up. That's a gross-looking thing. Yeah, it's a double thing. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Anonymous says, my best friend found out a year ago that when his wife says she's out with her girlfriends, she's actually dating other men. Wow. And then he adds, she goes out most nights of the week and is rarely home. Um the man was in the process of filing for a divorce, but recently lost his job. And the woman is now the sole breadwinner. Um, so nothing has been revealed yet. Like, Hey, I know what's going on. I don't think what should he do? Does he still file or does he go out and date women himself? I think that's crazy. Uh, hey, divorce her. Let her go. Divorce her. Uh, I mean, if my wife is dating somebody else, 
and is married to me, she has to be gone. So find a way to end that relationship. You don't have to find it. Just come up and say, hey, goodbye. Yeah, just th- that's it. it. You know, just that it's time to move on. It is. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand that uh, a wife, for instance, would cheat on her husband. Yeah, okay. yeah. And it's okay to be living together? No way. Um, Amy has some questions. She writes, Meathead, what do you think is the most amaz- uh, amazing thing that you think? Uh, yeah, she wants to know, of all the things that you've seen in advancements in medicine or technology during your lifetime, what is the most amazing thing? You know, like some people might say, uh, like a super old person would say, like the airplane or the automobile or something like that. Uh, what do you think is the uh, biggest advancement in medicine or technology during your lifetime? Well, that's a hard question for me to deal with. Uh, I really don't know if I could say anything about that because there's so many things in the world that's happening with the technology and, and life in itself. Yeah. Do you? Uh, uh-huh. I, I think there's a lot of individuality involved in there. Uh, I, can't, I can't make a comment on that. Um, uh, it's a very complicated situation. Uh, Joanne says, how about the moon? Like the moon. Okay. And that's, that's interesting because the next question she has is what is the, uh, uh, first major news story that you remember from your life. Do you remember when we put someone on the moon? Yes. Yeah. Not in, in a sense of knowing a lot. No, I know of it. Do you remember when Kennedy got shot? Yes, yes I do. Some people, like, they remember where they were when a gigantic event happens. Like, we might be able to remember where we were when we learned about September 11th. Um, yeah, do, yeah. Uh, does that stick with you and Joanne as to where you were when you found out Kennedy got shot? Uh, Joanne says, yes, I don't know. Joanne, can you take me through uh, that that time? I was shopping at Eastgate. So that's a grocery store? No, it's a, a mall. It's a mall. And then a, a person spoke it out loud, like at the counter or something? Wow. And you, uh, wow, that's, that's just incredible that you can remember. I mean, it's not incredible that you can remember that because it's such a, a, uh, a key moment in time, but that's, that's just crazy to hear. Cause that's the only way word would travel word of mouth, television or newspaper or radio. Hey, let me clear the mind. Yeah. Yours to what my wife is all about. <laughs> uh huh. She is super duper remembering things i'm telling you she says things occasionally that it's oh my god i couldn't even think of that in a hundred years i like how you put that dad you said uh let me clear the mind about what my wife is all about yeah that's my own mind i'm clearing what i'm saying it <laughs> she she says things all of a sudden oh my god you remember that Dad, we you know, I have very yeah. little mind of a memory. If you say something, well, 
now in about 45 minutes i probably remember well that's that's like short term i i i've learned over time that while talking to you that the more you talk the more the memories the older memories are able to surface you know yes you're right you're correct on that but uh it just doesn't occur to me for some reason or another. Uh, Amy also adds, how old were you when you came to America? Well, I got to think of this one. See what I mean about my mind? Uh, oh, was, get uh, it. you'll get it. You'll get it. Oh, boy. Well, what year was it? Do you remember what year it was? I don't remember. I think it was sometime in the mid-1950s. It wasn't the 50s. And, but, uh, and I, they, I can't, I can't think that's of okay. I was, yep. I was very young. Yep. You sure were young. I think you were a teenager. I, I, I was, uh, they proved that I can go to high school. Uh, Mrs. Murphy was my, uh, homeroom teacher. There you go. There you go. I remember that. See? Um, and she really liked me. She put me in a front row because I could hardly speak English. Right, right. But yet you did. How do you, how does one learn to speak English? I mean, do they actually teach you while you're in the school? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, the whole class was in English. Right. And, uh, the whole biggest memory of that is uh, when there's one uh, the the team of the uh, football team, the player of the football team, the, the captain. Yeah. Just didn't like me. Oh no. He did not like me whatsoever. And then it picked on me all the time. And I used to carry a uh, attache case with the, my books in it. Yeah, your, your briefcase. Like yeah. That. Yeah. And he, he, he picked on me. One day, I, I've had enough of him. Now, I was a strong person. <laughs> I'm walking down the hallway. There is Percy. But I wasn't going to do anything. Percy did something stupid, whatever it was. I turned around and cold cocked him so bad. He fed, this is the captain of the team. Wow. Football team. I knocked him. I thought I'd knocked him dead. Oh, that's good. And But I just did that. And I just briefcased in my hand. I picked it, it fell off and picked it up. And oh, yeah. And, over Mrs. Murphy's class. Oh, there you go. That's good. And she probably she probably had her eye on you. She was probably in love with you to begin with. Well, she didn't know anything about that. No, no. Hey, let me ask you this. Uh, what was the name of the uh, high school that you went to? Highland Park High School. I'm going to try to look up this guy. Uh, I don't, I let's don't see. know what he is or where he's at, so. Year-by-year year football rosters. Highland Park High School. I'm going to try to find this guy i don't think i will but all i'm looking at is 1950s highland park high school football team rosters can you imagine if i actually tracked the guy down and we got you two to fight in a boxing match well my God. uh you know there's only one room of that school now oh really okay in operation that they keep records and all that um all right and- not in a school. I don't know where it's at. That is in Highland Park. Okay, Sam has a question. Uh, this is this is a little uh, uh, risque, 
Dad, I, I don't. This is just strange. It says, Dear Meathead, I sell adult toys as a side job, but I can't find enough customers to sell my adult toys to. Would you, well, what would you do to recommend me doing to generate more business in the future? I wouldn't do nothing. <laughs> I have no clue. Fair enough. Oh, uh, sorry, I can't disappoint you, buddy. Hey, no question. Uh, and finally, Nathan writes, Dear Meathead, besides Joanne, what's the most beautiful sight you've ever seen? Aww. I can't think of any. That is the most beautiful sight. Oh, come on. You got kids. No. No, the beauty is in the creator. The creator is my wife. All right. Fair enough. I love that. I love that. Um, okay. He created the kids. Uh, Dad, uh, you are the best. I love you very much, and uh, I wish you guys nothing but a uh, fantastic day. Be careful. Supposedly, the weather is supposed to get stupid, you know? Oh, yeah. We really, I see, I see a vehicle with all kinds of equipment parked in the yep, front. Yep, yep. So here we go. You know, I want you to be careful. Sure. Uh, well, all right. Thanks so much for your time. I appreciate your audience. You've got a wonderful, wonderful audience. I'll tell you that right now. God bless them. And I'll talk to you a week from now. All right. Uh, Joanne, I love you. Dad, I love you. I love you too, honey. Okay. Bye-bye. Healthy. Yep. Bye-bye. I know. There you go. Dear Meathead. Uh, Yes. Oh, God. The question about the sex toys. I knew I should avoid it. But I started reading it. I didn't, like, pre-read it. I just kind of stumbled into it. And I was like, "Ah, I shouldn't be reading this. What? Well, but beggars can't be choosers, I guess. But uh, all right, it worked out. Uh, very good. Thank you so much, dear Meathead. Brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. You guys are awesome over there. Um, Chris says, define adult toys for him. Yeah. Uh, I think he knew. I think he knew. Adnan says, your dad and I are so much alike. I had the same struggles when I came to America. I don't know how you guys do this. How how you manage to just pick up a language like that. Uh, Sam adds, here's what Zane didn't read. Also, what are your thoughts about adults playing with toys on the internet? Well, I already addressed that. We already addressed that earlier in the show. Um, so. All right. Dear Meathead, right there. Thank you so much for participating. Um, thank you to my friends at TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Uh, March 12th, that's a Sunday 5 p.m. start for Paintball War number 22, the St. Patty Splatty. Love you to be on board with that one. Let me know what's up. Uh, 35 bucks is all it's going to set you back. I think if you were to do this on your own, you're going to pay like close to 50 bucks for all the fun. With the 35, you get the paint, the 500 paint shots, the mask, the gun, Free pizza party with soft drinks before it all gets going. 
at TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Let me know if you're coming. I need an RSVP. I have an event uh, set up on Facebook. Or just send me an email, eric at ericzanecho.com. Uh, or book your own party at TC Paintball. I spoke with uh, a couple of ladies, Abby and Tessa, from Kent County Health Department yesterday. I haven't yet posted it. It's not like you're sitting there waiting with bated breath for me to interview folks from the health department, but this is very informative because um, not only for, I mean, in case you have need for this, but someone you know or love. If someone you know or love, or if it's you, if you're utilizing the WIC program, two things. First of all, that's very, very important. It keeps food on the table. People in a vulnerable situation, you can take advantage of this for as long as you like. Uh, quarterly, you have to um, qualify. No big deal. That's a that's an easy process. If you already are utilizing some of the other things that are available for folks that are struggling, that means you already qualify for WIC. Accesskent.com slash health for more information on that. Their number there is uh, 616-632-7200. Call the Kent County Health Department if you want more information. Also, concerning the WIC program, if you're utilizing that and you have uh, kids, small, young children, and with their still with their baby teeth, the thing to do to keep their teeth healthy is to put what's known as a fluoride varnish on the teeth. I wish I did this with Jacqueline because her teeth fell out of her head before she got her permanent teeth. So she was one of those kids that had like a bunch of metal teeth. You ever see that? Hey, here you go. You're, you, you ate all the sugar. Uh, you're, you're constantly eating candy and your teeth fall out of your head and you got to get the stupid metal tooth until your molars grow in. Or your permanent teeth. Get those teeth fluoride varnished. It's an extra level of protection. Not only does it protect them if they don't have cavities, but if they do have cavities, it will slow the progression of those cavities on those baby teeth. And that's free to people who are utilizing the WIC program. More information, accesskent.com slash health, or call them at 616-632-7200. I got a car dealership on board with the show. That would be Sarah, Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A, HondaGranville.com. Great people over there. Uh, march in there and test drive a brand new Honda vehicle today. Thank you so much to Sarah, Honda, Granville. They also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned cars in the entire state of Michigan. Don't go anywhere. I got to go potty. I will be back. All right, all right, all right. Where am I? Okay. <clears throat> hmm. I want to get into this South Park thing. Because um, uh, apparently Meghan Markle is pissed off that South Park did something funny. They had an episode that was... Uh, basically based on them the way they um, the way they wrote it was um the prince and princess of canada were pissed off because they were the prince and princess of canada 
and they move to the U.S. and just want privacy. And the characters, you know, one looks like Harry and one looks like her, as 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 well as as South Park characters can look like real people. But the Harry had like red hair and a red beard, and they dressed the same. The Megan and Harry characters appear on Good Morning Canada. So, holy shit. The characters throughout the whole episode are carrying signs that say, we want privacy. And every time they walk around, the Megan and Harry characters are saying, we want privacy. We want privacy. This, this made me laugh. Audio check. Video check. Here we go. In Toronto, it's good morning, Canada. It has been several months now since our beloved queen has died. Our Canadians are finding it hard to go on. Our Canadians, that is, except for our first guest, the prince and his wife. We want privacy. We want privacy. Uh, Harry, we want privacy. Megan signs has stopped looking at us. Thanks for having us on the show. It's so awesome to be here. It's great. So let me start with you, Sam. <laughs> the Megan voice. It's so awesome to be here. It's great. God. <laughs> hey, thanks for having us on the show. It's so awesome to be here. It's great. So let me start with you, Sam. You've lived a life with the royal family. You've had everything handed to you, but you say your life has been hard, and now you've written all about it in your new book, Win. Yes, that's right, friend. You see, my wife and I are totally like, you should write a book because your family's like stupid and then so are like journalists. So you hate journalists. That's right. And now you wrote a book that reports on the lives of the royal family. Right. So you're a journalist. We just want to be normal people. All this attention is so hard. Isn't it true, sir, that your questionable wife has her own TV show and hangs out with celebrities and does fashion magazines? What are you suggesting? Well, I just think some people might say that your Instagram-loving bitch wife actually doesn't want her privacy. Are you, sir? My Instagram-loving bitch wife has always wanted her privacy. And you know what else? To hell with Canada. We are leaving. We'll go find some quiet place where we can be normal people. Come on, wife. We want privacy. We, we want, want privacy. privacy. We want privacy. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, God. That is, uh, that is perfect. Man, is that just. She does not like that. She, uh, I I guess Harry. Okay. It's always uh, being reported on as like Megan and Harry are royal insiders. So who knows what's true? And it's a New York post and uh, the, the post is a huge pile of shit. But apparently, Megan does not think it's funny. Believe what you want. She's not happy about it. The Duchess is reportedly upset and overwhelmed by the episode and annoyed by South Park, but refuses to watch it, but refuses to watch it all. She probably saw that part. I don't know how anybody could take the world so seriously to not find that 
hysterical. You must have some serious mental baggage if you can watch something with such uh, that has such a biting satire in it, and and uh, and and take that personally. I, I mean seriously, I don't want to know someone who takes something like that so personally. You are a uh, a damaged soul if you get butt hurt over something like that. If that's true, I want to believe that she is upset. I mean, true. The uh, of of the two characters, her her character with that speaking pattern was probably the the most damning. Um, there's also words she might sue. A royal commentator even suggested that the episode could even bring on a lawsuit. Yeah, I, I don't know if I believe that. Their legal team are casting an eye over the episode to see what is wrong and what could be turned into something more sinister. This appears to be their course of action rather than laughing it off, enjoying the moment and showing the world that they can get the joke. Royal reporter Neil Sean told Fox News, adding the creators of South Park have not heard anything yet. Margo's reps have not responded to the post's request for comment about the ongoing controversy. But an insider close to the former actress denounced the new claims as rubbish. Meanwhile, South Park didn't explicitly name the couple and began the episode with a disclaimer saying all characters are fictional, even if they're based on real people. The characters in the episode, who fans noted look identical to the royal couple, even wearing the same clothes, are described as Canadian royalty. The wife character, clearly referring to Markle, is described as a sorority girl, actress, influencer, and victim. To which she replies, yeah, that's totally me. I love how long the fact or how long that, uh, that, that show has been on. I mean, uh, talk about the most biting of satire. Jesus. How many years are we looking at now? I remember when it first hit, they have never let off the gas on that show. It's never gotten soft. I mean, my God. Um, they're talking about, uh, how, uh, Prince William may feel the brother Royal experts think Prince William will get a kick out of it. Yeah. Isn't it rumored? I mean, I haven't followed any of this shit. I didn't, I didn't read the fucking book. I didn't watch the fucking documentary, but I, I know a lot of people love it and said it was great. I'm not going to sit there and say it sucked when I didn't see it or read it, but a lot of people uh, pay close attention to this shit. Is, where is the rift? Is the biggest part of the rift between the brothers? Do the brothers hate each other? What's going on there? I mean, the fact that the book, Harry's book, is called Spare which no doubt refers to the fact that, uh, you know, he is not the king. 
He is not the future king. He is the spare. Uh, that word being the title of the book tells me that's not that's a thing that's not looked at very fondly. It's like fuck, who gives a shit? That's the birth order. What it, that's the way it goes. You know? There's nothing wrong with that. You didn't make the rules. Get over it. Move on. Fucking cry baby. Uh, William, William, I'm sure, does not watch South Park, said a Royal Insider on Good Morning Britain on Friday, but I reckon one of his friends will have seen it on social media and sent a clip his way. The Buckingham Palace whisper continued of William. I think he's probably seen it and will have had a wry smile on his face when watching. Oh, fuck. Can you imagine if there could be like a fly on the wall or somehow get a, get a reaction video of Brother William the future king watching that clip. Okay, now, like I said, I haven't I haven't followed any of this, but on the fact that you don't hear a lot from William and Kate, I'm Team William and Kate on the surface. I I now I could change. I mean, if I did a little research on this and watched the documentary and read the book, and I could hear a little more from William. I might be able to form an opinion about these, about these people. So I'm only going to base it on the South Park episode and rule in favor of William and Kate in this. That is the extent of what I will do. Referring to the Royals, he hates them. Usually I am on Harry's side because the Royal family does treat people like shit. Just look at how they treated Diana. But this was funny as fuck. All right. So that's what's up with that. Very interesting. And funny. Really funny. Uh, I have a story I want to share with you that I wanted to bury in the show because it makes me look so terrible. I talked about this on the huge show yesterday. But I left the key part out of it for fear of some type of blowback from the audience. But the story still had punch, so I told it. Went to the radio station yesterday. Uh, outside of the building, Brett has to let me in. Before we do that, we're outside talking outside of the building. Grand Rapids. Um, last time we were out there, I gave some homeless dude a few bucks, walked up, approached us and said, Hey, you guys got some spare change? Said, yeah. Yeah, man. Hey buddy, here you go. No, I, I, I get it. I mean, I've had varying views on this, uh, in the past I used to like say, well, yeah, you might be giving them a loaded gun. They might be going to score some drugs or some booze. And it's like, ah, yeah, probably. I feel a little differently about that now. But, uh, these people are probably too far gone, if that is the case. Who knows? Maybe, though, the money I'm giving them might get them a, uh, finally help them to turn their life around. That maybe there is someone who cares. I don't know. Who knows where that money's going to? Probably more than likely going to get some booze or some drugs, but that. Ah, fuck it. I don't give a shit. You do what you want with your money.
This guy's walking down the street. I'm going to describe this as Eric Zane, the, is it philanthropic, philanthropic, which word, how do you, how do you say it? Racist philanthropy. This is racist philanthropy. This is racial profiling and class profiling, I think. Some guy is walking down the street. Brett has his back to the dude. He looks kind of fucked up like he's homeless. He's a black dude. His pants are falling off of him. He looks a little dirty. He's got a pick in his hair, which I didn't know black dudes were doing that anymore. I guess that's coming back. And he looked, well, I mean, he looked a little rough around the edges, frankly. So I go, oh, this guy's going to ask us for money. I have now made the decision and committed to this is a homeless man. And right away, I'm like, hey, I'm going to give this guy some cash. As he's walking towards us, he hasn't spoken yet. He's not even angling towards us. He's just walking down the street. But I'm a, these are the assumptions I'm making. He's homeless, and he's going to ask us for money. So uh, I'll get out in front of it. So I outreach for my wallet, and I look inside of it, and I go, all I have is a $10 bill. And I'm like, what to do? And I said, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to give this guy the money. Pull it 10 bucks. And he gets a little close. I go, hey, like that energetic. And he kind of looks at me and uh, he wasn't like uh, going to say, I'm getting the impression now at this point that he actually wasn't going to approach us. He goes, what's up? I go, how you doing? He goes, good. I go, yeah. I'm getting, I'm way ahead of you, man. Here you go. And I hand him the 10 bucks. He goes, Oh, takes it. And he didn't look sad. He didn't look confused. Really? He didn't look happy. He didn't look anything. He just goes, Oh, thanks. Starts walking down the street. That's it. And then I had a little bit of doubt. I thought to myself, there's a chance. This is not a guy who's down on his luck. There's a chance that this might not be a homeless dude. And the only reason why I decided he was homeless, a lot of it had to do because he just, uh, well, I mean, he just had that gait about him. There, there was a couple of factors. And uh, uh, Brett goes, How do you, wait, I should probably get Brett in here to talk about this shit. This is pretty fucked up, I think. My Brett sometimes sleeps in because he's, I think he's just barely 30. So people that age group usually play video games too much or sleep and smoke pot. 
Chris says, oh man, LOL. Kyle says, last time you saw, saw him, he stole... Hey, it's Brett. I can't get to my phone right now. He stole your car. I'm pretty sure racist philanthropy applies here. I, I'm pretty sure I was racist in this charitable endeavor. I'm Okay, at, maybe not racist, but for sure... Racial profiling. Well, no, not not true. Because if this guy were white, <laughs> Chris is just some dude walking down the street. If this guy were white and looked as fucky as this guy did, I think I would have, I know I would have done the same thing. Ryan says, Big fraud saying, just play it like Trump and proclaim you're the least, most racist person. Hold on a second. Hey, Siri. Uh Uh-huh. Text Brett Hayes. Hey, Brett. Dot, dot, dot. It's easy, dot, dot, dot. I want to talk to you about my racial profiling outside of the building on the podcast, period. Call me if it's before 10 a.m. He probably walked away thinking, did that cracker just think I was homeless? Do I look that rough? Well, that's the other thing I was thinking about. Okay. He gets 10 bucks. And if I basically say to him when, with that uh, transaction taking place, I have then said to him, Hey buddy, you look like shit. You look like you're homeless. It was just so weird and out of the blue. Hey, I'm way ahead of you. Here you go. Give the guy 10 bucks. Shit. Brett spent the the elevator ride up going, oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That was so fucked. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been way too long since we brought in the queen of the forest. Hello. Hello, it's your husband, Eric, and I'm podcasting. Yeah. So you're home. You're home. Um, You got the day off here? Yeah, I woke up at 9.15. Oh, you're still catching up from uh, time change. Oh, my God. I probably could have still slept, but I was like, oh, my God. I woke up, I shook the time, I go, oh, God, I better get up. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, so. Yeah, I must have been tired. You know me. I never sleep in like that. No, no. Oh, yeah. What's that noise there? What, what's going on there? I just yawned. Oh, wait, was, was there another noise I heard? I thought I heard it sounded like a dog barking. Oh, I don't think so. I was going to say. I think um, you're hearing things. Yeah, maybe. Um, so let me let me run this by you. Hmm. Uh, 
yesterday there was a guy when I was showing up to the radio station, Brett had to let me in and there's a guy walking towards us mm -hmm. and, uh, I, I see him and I'm like, oh, I bet you this. And because people do this all the time over there, they like panhandle, ask for money. Oh, yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, this guy's going to ask us for money. So I go, you know what? I'm just going to see how much I have. And I go, I'm going to give him a few bucks. And uh, all I had was a 10. Mm -hmm. So then I have that dilemma. Is, is he worth $10? And I'm like, ah, I don't give a shit. But. As he got closer, I then said, hey, I'm way ahead of you. Now, I don't, I'm under the impression he wasn't going to say anything because he kind of, I kind of stopped him in his stride. Mm -hmm. And he looked at me kind of funny. He's a black guy and he looked a little rough, but not incredibly rough. Like as he got closer, it, I'm not a hundred percent sure he was, he was homeless. So then I said, Hey buddy, I'm way ahead of you. Here you go. And I gave him 10 bucks. So I, I think I kind of, in a way, racist, uh, racial profiled him because Brett was so awkward that I did that. But you didn't mean a bit. I mean, you didn't mean it. Well, do you know if he was homeless or you still don't know that? I'm 80% sure based on appearance alone. Huh. <laughs> Well, hmm. I, I probably would have waited till you asked, but you know, well, what the hell? Yeah, no, I should have done that. I mean, that is 100% correct. There's no doubt <laughs> I should have waited till he asked, but, um, so he took the money and there's a chance he could have said, you think I'm homeless? I'm not homeless. Now, if he would have said, you think I'm homeless? He then would have said, it's be you know, it's because I'm black or some shit like that, but that's not true. Because if right. that guy were white and that and looked that screwed up, I'd have done the same thing. Same thing, right. You know? But right. as it is, it doesn't matter. All it matters is how a person looked or felt. So I think at the, at the absolute best, he has $10 and he's like, God, I look like I'm homeless. True. So you probably gave him like, oh, God, I better get my act together. Maybe. And that's a little, I, 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 he wasn't homeless. I, look, I feel a little bad about this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I mean, I think you were trying to do a good thing. I wouldn't feel bad, but you know, I probably would have, you know, well, I probably would have asked, but I probably would have done the yeah, same thing. Yeah, I know. Thing. I know. But that obviously didn't happen. Right. Let, let me ask yeah. you this completely unrelated topic. What is your uh -huh. opinion, um, about an adult that spends way too much time playing video games? Uh, they're losers. <laughs> How much is way, way too much time? Uh, Let's say it's an hour and a half every day. Uh, I don't know how bad that is. I mean, it depends. I mean, is, do they have a full-time job or are they just kind of, I mean, that's, I mean, if they, like I, when I get home from work to wind down, I might play a game on my iPad you know, for a half hour. So I don't think that, you know, okay. But, so what, okay. What if, if it's, um, what if it's, uh, okay. Ryan writes, I play three to four hours a week. Am I a loser? Ask her. And he has like wife and kids. Three to four hours a week. Yeah. No, no, that's not loser. That's not loser status. Uh, what about single guy? Uh, 
couple hours a day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't. If, if they're single and they have nothing going on right, and they right. still work, and yeah. it's just at night before they go to bed, I don't see a problem with that. All right, maybe you I'm being, I mean? maybe I'm, I mean, I'm probably being too hard on these people. I mean, I think it's if they, you know, they play all day long and don't shower and don't work, and you know what it is. I'm probably just jealous because I don't have time to do that. Yeah, that's probably it. Because you used to like to do that. Yeah. At so. some point. Yeah, I can hear Daisy snoring. Oh, yeah. It, it comes through on the phone, but not on the microphone. Like, you can okay. barely hear it on the microphone if you really listen closely, but I have it set up for you. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. Okay, my dear. I love you. Okay. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. I'm just busting your balls. Shut up. I don't really care. It's like picking on you. Corey says, I'm married with a two-year-old daughter and another due on March 22nd, by the way. Ha ha, I wish I had more time to play. Well, congratulations. My God, your wife. That is, uh, that's spectacular. I hope she's feeling okay. I hope she's doing great. That is exciting times. These are exciting times for you. All right. Um. Uh, Blue State Rob writes, it's cynical to think that younger generations that are now adults continue to do something they enjoy. Would you relax uh, and is a bad thing? I'm kidding. It's a joke. Lighten up, you fucking snowflake. Jesus, what a child. That may, your, your response to all of this ball busting is what makes you a child now. It isn't your stupid video games that you play all the time, you dumbass. <laughs> Don't make fun of something I do. <laughs> I'm a pussy. <laughs> God. Advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Reach out, Eric, at ericzaneshow.com. I'll tell you all about it. Get your furnace fixed. A and E heating and cooling will do it for you. 616-516-8579. Perhaps you need a new one installed. Call them if you're in West Michigan. 616-516-8579. If you've always wanted a in-ground pool in your backyard, there is only one place that you can call and get that done this summer. Out of all the pool places in West Michigan, only one can put one in this summer. Two-year waiting period on all of them. It won't be this summer if you call someone else, and it won't be next summer. It'll be the summer after that. So, you know, 2025, you can be poolside. Whether it's new construction or retrofitting an old home. 616-457-0500 for your fiberglass or liner or uh, vinyl liner in-ground pool. 616-457-0500. Jenison Pool and Spa Depot for your in-store consultation 
Jeremy out the door will give you all the details. They also sell a uh, vast array of hot tubs in their showroom on Chicago Drive in Jenison, Michigan, on the south side of the street between 8th and 12th. All sorts of hot tub, spa, pool supplies, and they service and maintain hot tubs and pools. 616-457-0500. You can be poolside on the deck this summer. 616-457-0500. Hello to Tag Accounting. Get your taxes done from the ultimate uh, amazing guru of Accounting goodness, that would accounting goodness, that would be Troy Kinzer. Tag accounting 616-301-9516. Call, mention my name, set up your appointment today. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. You got about another month to get this uh to get this going. Call and mention my name, 616-301-9516. Hello to Bennett Florian Installation. The flooring installers for the Eric St. Show podcast, 616-318-0167. If you've got to get flooring installed in your home, no matter what kind, have Bennett do it. They can also redo your bathroom, install a nice shower for you. 616-318-0167. If you are in West Michigan, call and get an estimate today. And the flooring that I want you to install, I want you to get it from Johnson Carpet One. Floor and Home Discount Outlet. In Granville, Michigan, the lowest price for any flooring in the entire state of Michigan. That is a fact. The discount outlet is along Chicago Drive behind Little Caesars on the north side of the street. Johnson Carpet One discount outlet, lowest price in the state. Oh, add 10% off. Take per- Take 10% off. When you mention my name. So what was already the lowest price in the state is even lower now when you mention my name, Eric Zane, at uh, Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Please do that. Take advantage of those savings. It's well worth the trip if you're traveling from far away, too. Asshole of the Day brought to you by TC Paintball. Here we go. The show is over. (sighs) Mm, 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 mm. Racist radio guy. I don't want to say racist radio guy. It was a a racist joke on the radio. That's not the same as someone being a racist. If someone says a racist joke, that does not make them a racist. If you say crazy shit publicly about black people, hateful, that's racist. Anthony. Went around the radio dial. Megan Markle, South Park, Dear Meathead. Uh, boy, there's a lot of shit that I was going to talk about that I didn't talk about. I'm kind of at a loss on the asshole today. Cole says Megan Markle. Why? Muff tat dog bitch gets my vote. Oh, yeah, boy. The campaign continues. Anonymous friend, wife for cheating. Oh, by the way, this just popped. In fact, I was taking a leak and I looked at um, my pals uh, on the subreddit for uh, the Smug Beer and Hot Wings subreddit. 
Something is starting to percolate with our boy Smug Beer. Concerning his uh, former marriage, I guess he made a comment today. Old Smug Beer. And someone wrote about it. Did Smug Beer reveal his wife cheated on him? At about 6.30 this morning, February 22, did Smug Beer admit his ex-wife cheated on him when he said he regrets not stopping emotional conversations with his wife and someone else? This person says, I was wondering the same thing. His ex-wife or his new wife, he literally just got married. And it says X. This person wrote, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear, but that wouldn't mean his wife and their therapist. I, I have no idea. I'm just going reading what they say. So who knows? Um, but here's why smug beer can't get out of his own way. If those were the words that he regrets not stopping emotional conversations with his wife and someone else, and let's just assume for this scenario that he's referring to maybe like um, some guy uh, that she knows and it maybe escalated or something like that. When you say you regret on the radio, that you regret not stopping it, That means you're saying, had I stopped it, I'd still be married. Had you done that, you would not be married to your current wife. Who probably hears that and says, well, wait a minute. Who do you want to be married to? Her or, you know, me. His 23-year-old wife. So if I'm the new wife, I'm like, hey, uh, asshole, do you mind shutting the fuck up about this shit? Because you make me look like a fucking chump and you humiliate me. This moron does not think I need to go back and listen to that moment. And if I can pull it, I will, uh, I'll have it for you tomorrow of hearing this stupid dick face make this error. Uh, I'm guessing that, I mean, I, I've never experienced the scenario of uh, one marriage ending and a new one starting, but I'm guessing there's some sensitivity issues involved when it comes to the former wife and things you say. You know, you'll, you'll close the book and move on is probably your br- uh, best approach. Yeah, I regret I regret not stopping the emotional conversations that my wife had with someone else. Meanwhile, uh, a 22-year-old wife is seething. Yeah, you're not going to sniff this vagina for a little while, asshole. Why would you say that? What a dick. Cole sniffed it out right away before I even did. And he wrote, so he regrets his current marriage. (laughs) 
Uh, Blue State Rob says, is the smug beer name out on the Reddit? Holy F, this is great. He knows about it. Yes. No, 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 no. I I, I was just uh, supplanting. It does not say smug beer. Blue State Rob says smug beer is the asshole of the day. Corey says he's clearly still hung up on it. Pull it for Amanda so she can have it for her lawyer if she ever needs it. Oh, absolutely. I will pull it and I will send it to her. Uh, Chris in Maine says smug beer may go down as the most devastating nickname of all time. The story behind that is because they just took these new pictures and he looks so smug. Oh my God. I don't know if I should uh, see if I can get it. Uh, I'm I'm blocked on on Facebook, so maybe it's on their Twitter. I don't know. Might be blocked on that too. What are they at? What is it at? FBHW show. Okay, this is it. <laughs> okay. Look at look at the smiles. These are all nice smiles. Every one of these. Except smug beer. Kelly looks like a million dollars. A beautiful smile. Steve looks very handsome. He's getting more handsome as he grows up, as he gets older. Howings looks the same. Needs a shave, though. Look at that fucking face. He is making a face of a... That's the face of a guy who thinks he's fucking cool because he's having sex with a chick who's five years removed from getting her driver's license. And he wants to tell the world about it. That's okay. Thought bubble. Yeah, Amanda, I'm hitting this. That's the face of a guy who's thinking that. Holy shit. (laughs) Fucking idiot. All right. Tyler says that is the most punchable face ever. Mediocrity Dave says smug beer looks like uh, Razagul without the winged, winged hairdo. I'll have to take your word for it. Ryan says the goatee just does not work for him. It gives him child pedo vibes. Corey says, I do, uh, I do kind of think he remarried so fast out of spite. Kabubi says that beer gut though. I don't, I don't see this beer gut that everybody talks about. I, I'm not, I'm not catching that. Maybe this will do it. What's he saying here? What's going on? Northeast Pennsylvania. The morning show sold out. Ha! Yes. Sold out! Oh, hi. I was just doing a perfect job running the board again today and have barely scrambled any words.
It's a little, a little round, a little round, but uh, aren't we all, you know? But a reminder for those of you in Northeast Pennsylvania, the morning show sold out. Ha! Yes. Sold out. That's Very popular at Oyster Genetti. But so if you don't have tickets, you can't go to that. But what you can do is go to our night show, which is. Look at that studio. Holy shit. It's even more bonkers at the FM Kirby Center. You can get tickets right now at 979x.com. And now, back to this important work of standing by buttons. Hmm. Okay. Good little promotion. This is, uh, <laughs> look at this. Okay, you guys might make fun of his gut, but I'm not seeing it here. He looks, well, I wouldn't dress like a, uh, this, but at the same time, he looks, uh, from the neck down, remarkable. Hot Wings doing some work there. Okay. Uh, good morning. I'm Hot Wings with a hot take. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Uh, this goes back to something we were talking about. Good morning. I'm Hot Wings with a hot take. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got that too. Oh, <laughs> Did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Oh. <laughs> Scared the shit out of him. Fucking idiot. All right. Well, that was fun. Jesse says, too bad I moved 10 hours away from the FM Kirby Center. Chris in Maine says, I bet his goatee smells like a brook trout. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my time. The show is now done. I appreciate you so much. Join me on Patreon to get more podcasting. Leave it there. Oh, yeah, your asshole today is... It's got to be smug beer. Got to be smug beer. Dave writes, I remember when Smug Beer did that super intense workout with Zane way back. When Zane was still with him, and I swear he posed shirtless on the Freebird and Hot Wings show as the spokesperson for the workout. I did. I did. Absolutely. I'll have to dig those pictures out. I think Freebird might have too, but I think he still kind of looked like shit. All right. Have a good one, folks. I love you very much. I'll talk to you down the road. Till next time. Bye-bye.